This is Samia Bano with Make Change Fun and Easy, podcast to help you create massive positive change in your life and the world. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, sasirkal, aloha, hola, ciao, and bonjour. It's so good to be with you again today, and I'm extra happy that you're here today. Why? Because we have an amazing guest, Susanna, who is a stop emotional eating coach, and I can't wait to hear more from you, Susanna. Actually, I'm going to ask you to jump in right away and tell me more about who you are and what you do. Hi, Samia. So I'm looking forward to talking to you today. So I'm Susanna Rockford. Um, I'm European, but I've lived in the US for many years, and I specialize in wellness and emotional eating. And many people have this problem, so I'm really passionate about um, helping people get rid of the vicious cycle of emotional eating and lead a healthy lifestyle and uh, get rid of excess weight and just feel good about themselves and their body. Awesome. I love that. It's so, that's such important work that you do. For people who are not very familiar with the terminology of emotional eating, can you tell us more about um, what emotional eating is? Uh, yes, uh, as I said, many people suffer from that and many people suffer in secret. Uh, it, it's a secret um, problem a lot of the times so where people will go out and eat very little with friends and then they go home and then they eat a lot. Uh, it is basically when you don't deal with your feelings and uh, many times you don't know what you feel or you're not able to express it. So, for example, many of us have a problem uh, being confrontational, um, dealing with anger, dealing with disappointment, and then we eat over it. it you, the, the fridge becomes our escape and our friend. But that leads to many problems and uh, it affects every single area of your life. It, it affects how you feel about yourself, uh, most of the time not very good after you have eaten excessively. It affects uh, uh, how, what kind of clothes you wear because you feel that you can't wear the clothes you would like to wear. Uh, it affects uh, who you socialize with. For example, a lot of people uh, may isolate themselves because of shame or they don't uh, have the energy or feel like going anywhere. Uh, it can affect your income where you cannot earn what you could earn because this takes up so much of your energy and time. And uh, it's just a vicious uh, cycle of shame and uh, beating up on yourself and um, it affects everything, your, your entire life. Oh, yes, you're so right about that. Oh, and, and shame, um, thank you for highlighting that, that that being as one of the core core root problems of why emotional eating is so 
difficult to to resolve and heal from and get rid of because shame is like such a difficult emotion it's like so when i think about feeling ashamed it's like such a heavy burden like such like a dark cloud um on my consciousness and it's really it can be really really difficult to deal with i think even more for me even more than anger more than sadness more than so many other difficult emotions i think shame is one of the most difficult uh, to deal with absolutely mm. absolutely this does lead uh, to a lot of shame and um, just condemning yourself and um, you know hating your body and it just uh, you feel like a bad person and often i hear people tell me they feel worthless after episodes of eating excessively they they feel useless and worthless yeah and you also mentioned so it's like when you are emotional eating it's a problem in itself and and it makes you feel so bad it makes you feel shamed um and 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 worthless and all of this but oftentimes the reason you're emotional eating is because you have experienced some other trauma some other problem uh so how do you how do you deal with that i mean this is such a complex complex situation uh, you need to take baby steps so you definitely can deal with it and you can overcome it but you have to really be nice to yourself you have to be gentle with yourself and uh, not judge yourself that's the first thing that just do not judge yourself you know it is what it is understand you can overcome it and your life can be much better and like you say it often has to do with uh, what happened to you in your past but it uh, affects your not only your life now it affects other many other aspects too for example if you have children then your children may see what you do and uh, imitate you so it just you know affects your entire life and also if you look at uh, it down the road it affects your future as well because uh, unless you deal with it things don't get better so it will affect you in many different ways with your relationships financial um, situation everything yeah and one thing that i want to point out to it uh, why this is so difficult emotional eating is uh, you cannot do uh, what you do if you for example an alcoholic or you smoke or you take drugs you can decide to just never uh, turn to the bottle again you you can decide and maybe get help but you can never again touch alcohol drugs cigarettes. with food you cannot do that mm. you have to eat that's why food is uh, much harder to um regulate and deal with than uh, for example drugs or alcohol yes oh and you just made me also think about how another huge challenge with regulating a food intake is the cultural context uh, i mean you know you don't just 
eat by yourself you know or for yourself or just for nutrition for so many of us you know we are eating with other people we are eating not just for nutrition but we're also eating as part of how we socialize and um, I know I have been through a lot of struggle in my life trying to change my eating habits and develop more healthy eating habits and one of the biggest uh, things that I found uh, that I mean in terms of challenges that I had to deal with was I live with my family and especially when I was younger I didn't cook actually even now I'm mostly don't cook my mom still cooks most of the time for us and so I I it's like I I was eating whatever was there you know like I I didn't necessarily make my own food I didn't necessarily buy my own food and also when I went out to eat anywhere not necessarily even restaurants but even if I'm just going to a family gathering and we have a lot of those in my culture (laughs) you know uh, we have very tight-knit families and um, you know we go meet with each other very very often and whenever we are together food's always on the agenda and um, you know it's actually in our culture considered rude to refuse to eat what your host is serving you and so there's all these like cultural Um, challenges also that I had to face uh, when I was trying to change the way that I eat because people were like no no like uh, have some it'll do you no harm don't be rude Uh, you know it's rude to refuse what your host is offering and so it was just it wasn't even just me being able to make my own decision to eat this or not eat this there were so many other other factors in play. Mm-hmm. I, I totally can relate to you. I am uh, originally from Eastern Europe, and it's the same where it is rude not to eat if you get offered food. Mm-hmm. So I absolutely know what you mean. It is a whole culture around food. Yeah. It's, do you have any suggestions on how people who are stuck in that kind of situation can help themselves? Hey, well, I was stuck in that situation. So I uh, have uh, experienced myself and I want to mention, I'm so grateful that I healed before having children. Mm-hmm. Because uh, once I had my children, I didn't have this problem anymore. So they don't have any uh, issues with food. And I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. But I had this problem for 20 years. For 20 years, my life was, um, it was about the food. It, that was the main thing. And yes, of course, I did do other things. You know, I went to school, university, but it, the food had such a central part in my life. And it was, um, the feelings were not good. It was a lot of anxiety, um, shame, a lot of, you know, that I shouldn't be eating. Then, you know, why did I eat? so much and uh, it was just a whole um uh, i wasted a lot of time in my life where i could have done other things uh, thinking about food and trying to avoid it Mm. 
and and not succeeding. So it really was very, very difficult, uh, very difficult. But um, you have to take uh, baby steps. You have to uh, accept the situation and not judge yourself. Because I judge myself a lot. I, you know, there were times I couldn't look at myself in the mirror because I just felt like I don't want to see what I look like. And uh, I was never really overweight, but I still couldn't look at myself in the mirror. So this has nothing to do with weight, by the way. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to do anything with weight anyway. There are people that uh, abuse food or, you know, eat too much and you can't really tell when you see them. And then, you know, there are people that do gain weight and that, of course, leads to other problems and, and health issues. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can uh, definitely heal from this but you have to um, be nice to yourself and you have to take baby steps mm. and uh, you have to kind of understand what is happening and I don't necessarily think that you should go back and talk for a long time about your childhood and you know what you yeah. mom and dad said and, and all that but I do think it's important to somewhat understand where this comes from and what made uh, you eat the way you do in an unhealthy way. And uh, once you understand it, you can leave it there in the past and start from today. Mm -hmm. So today you decide, okay, this is what happened. This is what I did. This is the way I lived my life, but I don't want to live my life like that anymore. I want to take control of my life and of my food intake, of what I eat, how I eat, and just be in charge of my life. That's, uh, that's something uh, one has to do and decide. Right. So, so first of all, being really kind to yourself and then making a decision to, to help yourself resolve this problem. Those are two extremely important first steps for people to take when they're struggling with this. Yes, and uh, like I mentioned, I want again to say no judgment against oneself. So, so just let go of the judgment. What happened happened. Uh, you know, many of us things did happen, mm. and just accept it that this is the way it was. But understand that things can change because in my case it was uh, bad it really was bad for years and i healed so it is possible to have the life you want to have and you know to wake up in the morning and where your weight is not the first thing on your mind what you're going to eat is not the first thing on your mind mind you eat when you're hungry you get to the point where you eat when you're hungry. And then also, you know, the way, the way I work with people is also we add um, other uh, activities where uh, they lead to a healthy lifestyle. Like if you're not moving at all, start with walking 10 minutes. All of us can do that. We can go out and walk for 10 minutes. Or, you know, go on a treadmill if you live somewhere where it's um, the weather conditions maybe don't allow you to walk or you feel like you can't walk. So, so there are the small steps to take and then expand. Mm. As time goes by, expand. But also, I want to mention, this is not something you can resolve in a month. 
It isn't because you know many of us have had the problems for many years. So don't expect or demand from you said that you're going to resolve the problem in a month. You most likely won't. But it's small steps will lead to your recovery because you can recover and take charge of what you eat and how you eat. Oh, thank you. Thank you for for emphasizing and highlighting that because it, 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 you know to, to know that it is possible to heal that's so important because that it gives you the hope that you need to actually begin to make the changes and keep going uh, when you when you maybe stumble along the way <laughs> it's like it's okay it's difficult it's challenging it's going to take time and i can still do it there there's i can definitely um you know resolve this i can heal from this uh because without that hope it's like why why would you even try to do anything different yeah that is so important and then if you Uh, you know, it's not perfect. I mean, none is perfect. And why should we accept, expect from ourselves to be perfect? So if you don't do it the way you envisioned it every day, that's fine. There is always the next day. So that's why it's important. Give yourself credit for what you do. And then if you don't do exactly the way you planned it, that's okay. That's fine. There is always the next day. But little by little, you will get to uh, where you want to get. You will. Mm, I love that. And it goes back to what you were saying about being really kind to yourself, being really non-judgmental with yourself, because this is a hard thing to deal with. Um, and oh my gosh, yeah. I, I can very much like relate to that. You know, as a trauma survivor myself, that you know the healing journey—it's not a straight line. It's not all oh, okay. Now I've started healing and everything goes well. You have up good days and then you have bad days and you have good days and then you have bad days. Um, so to be able to maintain perspective—that that is actually just part of the. healing process it's not that there's anything wrong with you um, i think that was one of the most important insights that i received from one of my teachers my mentors um, was when she said when you experience a relapse in your healing journey in your healing process don't think of it as something bad as some as, as if there's something wrong with you because you have experienced a relapse experiencing these kinds of relapses is actually uh, an integral part of the healing process there's nothing wrong with you for experiencing that kind of relapse and with every relapse that you experience you know there's opportunity to learn something and release something you know and and let go of another layer of of the trauma that um, you know you are working on healing and so it's actually in its way it's actually a good thing yes 
Yes, that is so true. Uh, but you know, it is so worth it. It is so worth um, really taking charge of this uh, for people who do suffer from this. It is so worth it because you come out on the other side. Uh, when I now think about how my life was when I was young, it's, um, I'm so glad, you know, I did what I needed to do to get to the point where I'm now because um, you just miss out on so much and it's okay, so you missed out on certain things uh, during the time when food controlled your life, but why would you miss out on things your entire life? Mm. It's not necessary, it's when you can heal. I mean, I missed out on so much. I, you know, there's so many dates I didn't go to, gone, because I felt, uh, I, I didn't like myself. So I didn't want to date, I didn't want to, <laughs> you know, there are times I couldn't work, I couldn't go to work. I had extra jobs when I went to school. Uh, so uh, I just couldn't get myself out of my apartment. So there, there are many, many things, many parties I didn't go to, many vacations I didn't go on because I didn't feel, um, I didn't like myself. Yeah. And, and why live like that your entire life when there is a solution and you don't have to, you don't have to live like that. That is so true. That is so true. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, when you know now I'm thinking sort of back back to my own experience of being a trauma survivor and I'm thinking back to the time when I had just sort of settled into mm -hmm. feeling miserable and just accepted that you know, I, 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 like literally for a good 10 years, I was like, it is what it is. It's never going to get better. And I just sort of settled into, into feeling miserable. And, 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 and I see so many other people doing that too, where they just sort of, they're struggling. They're not happy for sure but they're sort of stuck in that place. Um, so what is something, like uh, what would you say is something that can begin to shift you out of that so that you can sort of catch that rope of hope, so to speak, and, and you know, begin to move towards healing yourself and making that commitment to heal yourself do you have any any wisdom to share around uh, around that like how can we if, if if you're like without that hope right now um what could possibly help you shift into that more hopeful hopeful place well first i want to tell you that i totally understand it because that's exactly how i felt too I just felt there is no way out of this. It, it felt like a prison. Yeah. It really did. And it feels, it felt like I resigned to this is my life and there is no way out of this. So uh, first understanding that there is a way out. Mm -hmm. you, you can heal. There is absolutely a way out of it. 
but to accept the situation accept what has been not beat yourself up just accept and know that there is a way out but also uh, that you need to take small steps not to put pressure on yourself that you uh, have to do all these things and you have to transform your life you know very quickly don't put pressure on yourself you can heal but it may take some time how long i don't know it's different for different people yeah. it depends on uh, what they are dealing with but yeah. there is absolutely way out and just to understand you can get to the other side and life can be so different where you uh, feel that you're not in this prison because that's how it can feel and you know also i think because of the pandemic uh, that we have been through and the isolation i think more people now are in the situation where um, uh, they've been at home you know many of us haven't been uh, going to work you know who who uh, works from somewhere else they haven't been able to work the gyms have been closed so people haven't been able to go to the gym a lot of people have gained weight a lot of people um, have been depressed felt isolated and they have turned to the fridge many of them have turned to the fridge as a consolation yeah. so i mean i even know people you know they haven't been even going to the groceries so they were totally isolated but they had food delivered so they still were um, able to eat and their life became around about the food so i think actually the problems uh, probably escalated for a lot of people mm -hmm. during the pandemic a year and a half yeah yeah you know what you're sharing about the importance of just recognizing that there is a solution a way out you know just that um yes yeah, so it's like if you're listening, maybe this is the sign that you are waiting for or the breakthrough moment that you needed, uh, you know, uh, to, to know that, yes, there's a way out. There is help. There is healing. Um, and if you know someone who is in this kind of a difficult situation and they're stuck in that hopeless place, maybe you can share this message of hope with them and that could then catalyze their 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 healing process and their uh, and allow them to shift out of that place of hopelessness so just having somehow somehow to 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 tap into this awareness that there is a way out that there is hope there is healing um uh, Thank you. Thank you for sharing that, Susanna. Is there anything else that you would love to share with us right now? I just would like to say, although I am not a weight loss coach, uh, I want to bring this up that, you know, it is about our health too. Mm. Because as a society, we're getting heavier. And uh, over 70% of Americans are overweight. So um, the whole... Um, you know, abusing food and turning to food when you feel uh, disappointed and uh, just covering up your feelings with food, it often does lead to weight gain. 
and that you know shortens people's lives it, it does it leads to heart attacks strokes and with uh, covid now i read that 78 of the people who were hospitalized uh, for covid they had uh, obesity as an underlying issue that, that's a very high number Right. So uh, it does really shorten people's lives. So why would you not want to live, you know, a full life, a full, long, and good life? Why not? Why would you allow your weight to get in the way? It's really you, you really shouldn't, because you all of us deserve to have a good, you know, long life and a healthy life. So, so that is another issue to, to consider that uh, weight is a, it can be a problem too where also you know then it, it leads to knee surgeries hip replacements I mean all kinds of things because uh, if you're heavy it, it's really hard on your body mm. yeah yeah it's like there are so many different motivations and reasons why uh, you know that you can tap into um, to, to really motivate yourself uh, to make this commitment to help yourself out of this uh, mm -hmm. you know maybe if you don't care about your own health but if you care about your relationships well this is affecting your relationships if you if you don't care about about relationships but you care about being able to be successful at the work that you do well you know this is also affecting your ability to be more successful at the work that you do so whatever it is that you care about um maybe you can use that as your motivation to help you make the decision deal with this issue also because dealing with this issue is going to help you do better in those other areas of your life that you really do care about that is so true Samia because it does affect every single aspect of your life mm. it, it really does every single aspect and if you have kids uh, it affects your kids as well and your um, family and just everything yeah, your level of success, um, the income, everything gets affected. So it, it really does uh, affect all aspects of your life. And also just uh, not liking yourself. Mm. Not, uh, you know, why would you want to live your life and not like yourself? Yeah. So it is definitely worth taking the step uh, and healing from this, which uh, I know that you can. I know that the, everybody can. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And I think the one of the last questions uh, that's coming to my mind right now is, do you have any thoughts on the importance or need, or is there any room or role in, in this whole process of when you are working on trying to heal yourself from this problem of emotional eating, <clears throat> what is there any role or room for having fun in this process? Is there anything we can do to make it more fun? Um, or, or does that not make any sense? Does it have 
anything uh you know is there any relationship between fun having fun and our ability to heal from this problem or even just having fun um maybe as some as a way to make it more easy to go through the healing journey any thoughts on that you can make it fun you can for example get together with people and uh, take a walk with people in if you don't have friends you can join a meetup mm-hmm. and there are uh, uh, hikes arranged by different meetup groups so that's something you can do so you can meet people in the process mm-hmm. so, so that's the one thing you can uh, reward yourself i believe in celebrating your successes so you can reward yourself maybe get yourself a nice top or something Uh, because you're on the right path you're healing so so i believe in that yeah i think there are many ways small ways to reward yourself maybe you know go out uh, in stores and look at clothes you will want to wear once you get to the weight you would like to be uh, or look online and i mean there are, there are many many ways to um uh, uh, just make it fun just make it fun have a food that you enjoy and really really you know enjoy every bite as as you eat really enjoy the food as opposed to many of us you know we are just on the go and eating in a, a stressed out kind of way but really enjoy the food so it can be fun it it really can be fun it doesn't have to be you know dreadful at all and then you have down the road you have the uh, anticipation of how your life can be because your life can be much better it, it really it really does become much better yay thank you for sharing that thank you so much and definitely when we celebrate our successes when we reward ourselves for the efforts that we have put in and the uh, and the uh, accomplishments that we have made that definitely adds lots of fun and uh, joy in our lives thank you so much so is there anything else that you would like to share with us right now because we are approaching the end of our time together for today uh, thank you for inviting me um uh, to talk to you uh, because this is really a big passion of mine and the reason is i struggled for so many years and i went through depths of despair really like uh, to the bottom of how you can feel how bad you can feel so i was really many times i was just on the bottom where i felt felt like i just can't do this anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i don't want to live like this anymore i just didn't know what to do or or where to turn so um so i feel really passionate to help people not go through this for 20 years which that was uh, for me actually exactly for 21 years so so this is a big passion of me to help people avoid to uh, just suffer it, it does lead to a lot of suffering and and time waste so so i feel really really um passionate about this i have a, a lot of experience with this uh, having dealt with it myself my sister dealt with it as well i just really um understand the problem on a very deep level 
Yeah. And um, yes, I really do feel for people who are struggling. I really do. That's thank you for sharing that, Susanna. And yes, if you're listening, if you're watching, please don't continue to struggle by yourself. Don't continue to suffer. You deserve to be happy, and you can be happy because you can heal. There's a path to healing, and there's help out there. And that will make it so much easier and faster for you to be able to receive uh, the healing that you need. So please reach out. We're going to include Susanna's contact information in these show notes. So just click on that link and don't overthink it. Just do it. Just click on the link and connect with Susanna. You can also connect with me and we'll do everything that we can to help you and support you. And so with that, I wish you lots and lots of peace and joy until we meet next time. Thank you.